When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast, Scary Scary Stories Stories to to Tell tell in the Pod. pod. It is a podcast all about scary stories, urban legends, spooky, true things that happen to you that you tell us about. And it's a comedy podcast about those things. So you're getting like um, Vincent Price starring in a variety show with like two thirds of the cast of Laugh-In. And also Betty White, Betty White's there and she sings a fun song. That's what it is. Yeah. It's a podcast for boomers. Um, <laughs> basically. Oh, wow. Never have I felt a sting that also felt so right. No. Oh, no. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Listen, we Look, all we all have to own the elements of us that are reminiscent of boomers. And that's just fine. The TikTok has not discovered laughing yet. <laughs> In every warrior, there is a Gen Zer, a millennial, a boomer, and a wolf, and you have to decide which one you are day to day. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I'm I, I'm a wolf today. I think I'm also feeling a wolf, and that's why I'm gnawing on this big bone. Oh, you love a bone. I love a caribou bone. Um. Well, today is a Wednesday. Sure is. And on Wednesdays, we read um, listener-submitted tales sometimes, which is what I'm going to do today, because you guys are winners and troopers. <laughs> um, and this one is from a listener whose name is, I have to say, Anna. Good. And that's my name. That's your surefire um, way to get your story read here. If your name is Anna, it's happening. If your name is Anna and your last name is Drazen. I almost certainly <laughs> read your story. It's always weird meeting other Annas because the name didn't used to be common. And then like it really every up. few years I'll, I'll hit like a speed bump of Annas. Yeah. Um, and then I'll go years without seeing one. I was born in 1987. So virtually everyone I've ever known in my life's name is Andrew. <laughs> everyone is Andrew to you. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> was that part of why you went by Andy early in life? Well, I went by Andy family? because my brothers called me Andrew as a little kid. And then I thought right. if I went by Andy, that would fix things. And then, I don't know, they started saying like, Andy likes candy. And then I was like, I can't do this. Anymore. Oh no, that's so, worse. Yeah. So my, my family calls me Andy. The only people outside of my family who call me Andy are the infamous Warren brothers. Um, yes. And everywhere else it's, it's Andrew or Farmer. Also, uh, was there just a, a shrieking ghost in the background? There again. Remember, I live in a nightmare castle. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I have an upstairs neighbor who is always screaming as though they are <gasps> being killed by a specter from hell. 
That was a human scream? That was a human scream, Anna. And, oh, no. And that was a precursor to laughter, which this person does multiple <gasps> times a day. They oh my They God. leave all their windows open. They zoom at every hour, full volume, and they are just no. screaming and laughing. Who knows? Is it is it the Joker? I have no idea. It's girl Joker. It's girl Joker. God Joke help us all, Joker girl. Joker girl. But I interrupted. Um, we have a we have a story from Anna. I'm very sorry. Yes. Okay. Don't be sorry. Be yourself. <laughs> oh, Andrew. I've never called you Andrew. Well, there's like- a whole new world for all of you and our listenership to bring back some rough memories from our childhood. Oh no, <laughs> drooling is good. It means that you're alive. Yeah. Um, if you drool on a road trip, we're simpatico. We are. Okay, great. Um, And the subject line is very simply listener story. Good. Hi, Anna and Andrew. I want to tell you about a strange superstition in my family. Whenever we hear an owl, it's an omen that someone will soon die. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) This goes over three generations, starting with my grandparents, Mimi and Poppy. I like this. I like a Mimi and I like a Poppy, I have to say. Grandparents, yeah. Yeah. I don't normally like Poppy. I have not historically liked Poppy. <laughs> but today. But today is a new day. And today, I like Poppy. <laughs> um, when my Mimi heard an owl, my Poppy's mother passed away soon after. My Poppy also had a separate experience of hearing an owl and later learned someone had passed. I have some childhood memories of hearing the superstition come up at family gatherings, but I never gave it much thought until years later. One night in the fall of 2017, my mom heard an owl. At this point, my poppy was very sick, so the sound really upset my mom. Later that year in December, he passed away. Then in 2019, I was cooking in the kitchen with my parents. All of a sudden, we heard an owl. None of us expected it. We live in the suburbs, and it was daytime, and I've never heard an owl once in my parents' neighborhood. It took a few seconds for us to realize what the strange noise was. Yeah, I guess if I heard an owl, I wouldn't think that's an owl, like if I was in my apartment. They can sound like anything owls. It's true. My mom looked pale and was very upset because she immediately thought of my other grandma, Nana, and no doubt thought about her father. I felt sick, too, because of how worried she looked and because an owl hooting sounds much more eerie than I thought it would be. Hearing the low hoots of an owl in the middle of the day in person is deeply unsettling, even without a superstition. Later that year, my Nana passed unexpectedly. While our health wasn't the best, none of us saw it coming. The strange thing is, just a couple of days before she passed, I had the sudden urge to go visit her. Everything was still normal. I got to tell her about my new adventures in dating. She told me she was excited for me, that she loved me, and told me that I was beautiful. She pronounced it beautiful, (laughs) emphasis on all the syllables, being her usually fiercely supportive self. I didn't immediately connect that I should go visit her because of the owl omen, but having that superstition did remind me to take advantage of the time I still had, and I'm so grateful to have that memory of one last visit gossiping about boys at her kitchen table. Just in case we're all too spooked and a bit sad, now I need to tell you about my dad's reaction to this whole thing. He doesn't really have a superstitious side to him, but boy does he love nature and animals. So when my mom heard the owl in 2017, his reaction wasn't horror at hearing a harbinger of death. It was the exact opposite. He decided to download an owl noises app to communicate with the owl to find what tree it was in, in the dark, 
because he was so excited it was around. And you guessed it, he had the same reaction in 2019. Dads, an owl noises app. Oh my God. I gotta find this. I gotta find this. Yeah. And you can't it delete it. Really you can't delete it. It also it gives you the YouTube album. Um, that downloaded onto everyone's phone. That's right. Owl noises. Owl sounds. <laughs> it gets two stars. Uh, it's like it's like Howl Round, but it's Owl Sounds instead. What's Howl Round? It's like uh, it's like a downtown. It's like a downtown New York thing where it's like artists talking about their process. But it's oh just Howl, owls. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, we love that. You know, it's an insidery podcast when even the people hosting it are like, "What?" I know. I'm uh, so sorry to no, the 99.999% of the world that <laughs> doesn't and shouldn't know about HowlRounds. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, dads. So, uh, okay. So hearing an owl could be an omen, could be a coincidence, and could just be a moment to enjoy wildlife. Who knows? But it is a good reminder to talk to those who we love while they're still here. I love this podcast so much. Finally, a podcast for people who love spooky things but get scared way too easily. You two bring me so much joy. Thank you, Anna. Um, P.S. This superstition myth has been around for a while. Apparently, owls signal the deaths of a few Roman emperors. Big if true. And if true, it might be a cool topic to explore for an urban legisode someday. That is good. And then they sent uh, she sent us a meme for the 100th episode and made another one. And it's the two astronauts where one is looking at the Earth and the other is holding a gun at the back of their head. <laughs> and the first one says, the Steary Stories characters, dot, dot, dot. They're all gay. I know what the gun says always have been. <laughs> Which is true. That's um, really good. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, so <laughs> this is on the internationalowlcenter.com. Good. Uh, sorry, .org, excuse me. <laughs> and this is a tab called Debunking Owl Myths. Um, I just, I wanted to go to the source first and then we can talk about oh, yeah, hugely. Um, uh, what they are. Um, myth, owls are bad luck or omens of death. Reality, owls are no more bad luck than black cats, broken mirrors, or spilled salt. Um, Excuse me. Yeah. This, so they are. This needs an edit. <laughs> <laughs> this needs an edit. No, you don't say the thing that other people are going to say. This person who wrote this has no sales experience whatsoever. Yeah, this is wild. Oh my God. He's no more dangerous than the Zodiac Killer. It's like, well, let's be careful. And then it just says in many cultures, owls are seen as bad luck or omens of death and are feared, avoided, or killed because of it. They don't give us any evidence that <laughs> owls are not omens of death. Your bias There's is no- showing owl website. It's unbelievable. Okay, myth, owls are messengers of witches. Reality, owls usually want nothing to do with humans. They don't deliver letters like in Harry Potter, which first of all, turf. (laughs) Second of all, you didn't talk about witches. That's true. At all. Wow. Um, I get that most witches are humans, but. (laughs) That we know of. Messengers, okay. Some Martian witches. Oh my god, this next myth is actually offensive. Myth owls are wise. Oh, I do know the answer to this. But can you read you it? You do? Yeah. Um, reality owls are often seen as wise due to their large eyes, resolute posture, and relative silence. Owls are good at doing what they need to do to survive in the wild, but they are quite slow yeah. and often stubborn when it comes to trying to train them to do things in captivity. Is that true? They have amongst the lowest intelligence of birds. They're terrible <laughs> at problem solving. <laughs> They can't problem solve. 
Okay, I'm Googling owl doing puzzle. These are just owl puzzles. That's not what I wanted. Okay, well, just picture it. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> um, myth, an owl could carry off and eat a baby. <laughs> <laughs> reality, yep, that's right. Okay. Um, reality, that would be virtually impossible. Human babies don't look or act like owl prey, and they are too heavy to pick up and carry off. Mm-hmm. Even a great horned owl, widely thought as one of the most powerful owls in North America, <laughs> can't carry prey that weighs more than three to five pounds. That said, keep a close eye on your cats and very small dogs. Oh, my God. Here's the rule. Owls, if one of you can carry off my baby, you deserve it. Uh, you know, but until then, I'm not buying it either. Here's my thing. Two things. Number one, you don't know how big my baby is. Excuse me. It's <laughs> true. Number two. I don't know how uh, how aware of its own abilities this owl is. Right. I don't know if this owl is like new to adulthood and is like trying stuff out. <laughs> I'm not going to take that risk. Also, like I, <laughs> I've really looked into this with Ladybird because I do have a small dog. Um, about like, can hawks eat Ladybird? Could carry right. her off because we live right near Prospect Park and there is a giant evil hawk. I shouldn't say evil. That's a myth. Um, (laughs) There's this giant hawk, which like there's a lot of like birds of prey in New York City public parks. But um, there's a specific hawk who lives near my house who um, the uh, first time I had seen my parents since COVID started, we ate outside distanced and we looked up and like kind of hanging over our heads was this big evil branch with this hawk eating a (laughs) squirrel and the squirrel's head was bobbing off the side like basically making eye contact with us and it was pulling up the guts like spaghetti so it was like that could be ladybird and the consensus is sorry long story short um that most birds of prey cannot carry off your small dog but they could swoop and attack yes so you should still not sleep at night and think about that all the time Yeah. I mean, I guess it's sort of like, I guess it's sort of like us being afraid of animals. Like I'm not, I'm not worried about, um, a bobcat being able to carry me, but a bobcat could do a lot of damage that would hurt me. And I will, a a bobcat could say something really cutting. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, Hurtful. Yeah. Yeah. Great idea. Like Like, if if there was a bobcat in the writer's room that was like really good pitch, Andrew, and I'd be like, Jesus. (laughs) God, the bobcat would be like, yeah, those are all really funny areas. <laughs> if we could get um, back on track with the good pitches. If um, if you could pitch jokes instead of just areas, I think we'd all be out of here a lot sooner. Right, right. Um, One time I, I, when I was on the swim team as a kid, um, I don't know why this hurt me so much. One time I walked into the dressing room and a kid said to me, what's up with you in red? And I was like, oh. I have one red shirt and I'm, I, this is the first time I've ever worn it. Like, what are you talking about? But then I was like, do what is up with me in red? Do I Oh my God. I hesitate to point this out because it is in the context of a story about childhood bullying, but I do have to point out not that you wear red, but that you <laughs> referred to the locker room. As the dressing room? <laughs> the dressing room. <laughs> Does it does it check out that shortly thereafter I transitioned to theater? I can't come out. I'm in the fitting room. Oh man. 
yeah, I oh, sure, God. I sure picked the gayest sport. And listen, uh, all the swim, <laughs> all the swim fans are gonna come for me. All you little Erica Christensens. There's nothing gayer than swimming. Exactly. I, it's, I what mean, are you doing? You're just like vibing in the water. It, I've often heard that that um, that like. I remember hearing people say like, well, guys don't lift their arms above their heads to do anything but like shoot hoops, which like uh, if you take the water away, swimming is gay dancing. It is gay dancing. Your feet are pointed. Should, you are. It All all swim meets should have a soundtrack of Dua Lipa. <laughs> Um, but anyway, sorry, I, I, we got, we got um, off track, but yes, hawks, hawks can do damage even if they're not carrying the animal off. I can't stop thinking about how owls are stupid. I'm looking at the like logo for the international owl center and it's an owl looking really smart. Yeah. It's making a smart face and it's just, I can't stop looking at it and thinking this owl is stupid. We do when like, I think it's very natural for human beings to be like the bigger your eyes are, the smarter you are, which is also a bonkers the way of thinking it's crazy yeah uh, that would mean that all disney princesses are rocket scientists no and that peter Lorre was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> our greatest mind <laughs> um here's another myth um owls have exceptional eyesight speaking of huh? so if you eat their eggs or eyes <gasps> you gain better vision <laughs> Every- reality oh. <laughs> sorry go ahead. no please uh, reality, many people believe animal parts have medicinal qualities, but eating the eyes or eggs of an owl won't make your vision any better. I guess, like, I don't know. If it's part of your, like, b- belief system, I think it's okay. Yeah. But if your belief system consists of just you and your boyfriend, I would say don't. <laughs> that is the exact right specificity of that, Anna. That's correct. Oh, my God. Do you consider Chris to be your boyfriend still? Um, married. I think, I think we went from even more than a marriage license marking the transition. I think Chris became a husband the first time he like, uh, fixed a major appliance <laughs> in our apartment. That's really sweet. Yeah. I have to say Jason is very husbandy. Yes. I would agree with that. They, they have, um, a, they both have a very similar energy in that way. When Ladybird is like crying to go outside, but doesn't want to get off the couch and he's just kneeling with his arms and belly outstretched, just petting her and like comforting her through that problem. Yes. I'm like, that's a husband. That is that is a husband. Yeah. He's in the bath right now. He can hear what I'm saying. Oh, he just doubled down on husband. He says Hi. Yeah. he's in the bath again. We as I've covered on this podcast before, Jason and I are both um, we're usually in the bath. One of us, we trade on and off. We <laughs> it's like we have joint custody of being in a bath. <laughs> So, um, yeah. Um, and then this last myth, uh, owls are guardians of the night, so they hoot to ward off evil. Okay. Reality, owls hoot to communicate with other owls. <laughs> <laughs> bitchiest, bitchiest response. All right, fine. They're literally not thinking about you. And you know what I have to say to that? Prove it. Wait, my owl app isn't working. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> Why isn't it working? What if we just started incorporating heavy on? owl sound effects into this podcast? <laughs> I downloaded the owl sounds app. And it's <laughs> no, not, and it's not owling? It's not owling. Wow. Oh my God. This is so disappointing. We have had. Maybe a- that's why it had such bad reviews. That could be. <laughs> What's worse than an oh owl God. app where the owls don't make any noise at all? 
Oh my God. <laughs> One star review for the Owl app. Don't download. This app is worthless. None of the calls work. I've restored it on my phone. Still nothing. I reset my phone. Still nothing. I'm glad it was free. Most of the calls I have too, but I didn't. Owl calls. Really, my wife did. I'm big hunter. I have over nine different apps of calling wildlife, but this app does not work at all. If you don't to hear good owl calls, look up app crawl. It's a good app for owls, ducks, geese, crows, hawks, egalitarian, and more for free. This man was writing this review <laughs> as he sank into quicksand. This is the last thing he ever did. <laughs> the user's name is Wallace, too. It checks yeah. out. Yeah, that's very right. Oh, my God. Another one-star review doesn't work. I downloaded it and nothing works on the MS app. I've tried resetting my phone to make sure the volume is up and nothing on it works. <laughs> then five stars from Georgia Owls. Okay. Owls gone wild. <gasps> In the evening at dark, I use the owl call to draw out three regulars to us. It works every time. Within minutes, they surround us, call out, and switch positions. They are awesome creatures. <laughs> <laughs> this person, this it looks like it, it used to work and now it doesn't. Wow, I'm oh, I'm amazed by this. Okay, this one actually, this review, I think Andrew, you should read. Um, okay. I'm gonna send it to yes, you. Um. This is from a user named Paw Paw Terry. Oh, no. no, Paw Paw. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Terrific app. Me and the grandkid use this with a Bluetooth speaker to call the neighborhood owls. They call back and fly over. We have had so much fun with this app. <laughs> Me and the singular <laughs> grandkid. Papa Terry is a non-binary king. Thank you very much. There, absolutely. Papa Terry. It does feel like maybe this is some sort of like Manchester by the Sea situation where like the grandkid's parents exploded and like he has custody of the grandkid. Like there's a very dark backstory that we're not hearing about. So we also have a, an article from... Uh, a folklore historian. Oh, good. Um, this is on inverse.com by uh, Paige Leskin. And the article is called Why Are Owls So Scary? A folklore historian explains the ancient reasons. Um, and uh, okay, so in the movie Halloween, uh, six year old Michael Myers uh, kills, spoiler alert, in the very first scene. But even before the act of violence, suspense has been established as soon as we see the Myers house and hear the hoot of an owl. Oh. Owls have managed to become a universal symbol for spookiness, according to Adrian Mayer, a folklore historian at Stanford University. History has not been kind to these creatures of the night. They've been associated with witches, taken as a bad omen, Mayer told Inverse. Just the fact that you don't know where it is, but you hear this terrifying sound, that's pretty scary when you think that humans once lived in the dark. Um, owls are distinctly known for their piercing stare, heads that turn 270 degrees, and nocturnal lives. People in the Middle Ages associated demons with darkness, Mare says, while owls filled the night with their hoots and shrieks. Mm. Being night dwellers, owls fit in nicely with the celebration of Halloween, which is based in part on Hall All Hallows' Eve, when the ghosts of dead people were thought to wander the streets at night. But is there something specific about an owl's hoot that makes us feel so unsettled? For one thing, it's the only sound they seem to make. Their flying is so stealth and quiet that researchers have studied them for ways to reduce the noise of planes and wind turbines. Oh, wow. The hoot is often the only sign people will have that an owl is near, 
which can make their covert presence all the more scary, says Carla Blome, uh, executive director of the International Owl Center in Houston. Okay, International Owl Center. Hi. And we're back. Yes. Making an appearance again. <laughs> in fact, a hoot is not the only noise owls make, Blum tells Inverse. Other species of owls have calls that come off more like a high-pitched shrill, trill or harsh shriek. This is true. We've talked about this. Yes, we've had we've had multiple um, owl stories, including Owl Dad and uh, yes, La of course. Yeah. Yes. Um, some owls do have really weird vocalizations that would scare most normal humans if they didn't know what was making the noise. This makes them more mysterious. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, that article didn't turn out to be that interesting. I don't know. I, st- I, I found some of that. I mean, I, the proximity to Halloween is interesting because I don't I don't necessarily think of owls as being Halloweeny creatures, but they very much are. They are. People forget about that. They do. Um, OK, so this is the Audubon app that it's specifically about owls. It looks like. Yeah, this is called Audubon Owls Guide. It gets five stars, which is good. Good. Um, there's Explore Owls, Owl Videos, Owl Fun, Owl in the Vineyard. Um, owl Fun, what's that? Yeah. Okay, this is a barred owl. Oh. Oh, that's a barn owl. Sorry. That's crazy. That's, that is not a good noise. I'm sorry, owls. I I would encourage you to think of other noises. See, this is how you know they're not that smart. That sounds like um, a, a too oh. powerful sink in a hotel bathroom. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. We stayed at a hotel as a staycation for Valentine's Day. <laughs> and uh, there was the sink. We like it felt like when I went to wash my hands, I felt my hand go through what felt like um, that there was a piece of like invisible fishing line sticking out of the sink because uh-huh. I felt it on my finger uh-huh. and it turned out that there was a microscopic hole in the side of the spigot oh my. so it was shooting like a tiny little stream of water out <laughs> that is it's a bad story so strange okay this is an eastern screech owl okay I like this one Andrew this is a good I feel like you could make this noise do you want to try that's really good thank you um, do you want to give a go for the barn owl hold on I'll do it again Let's see. I'm nervous about being That's too That's a hard one. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it, it's, it's someone screaming, Jean. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> That's Jean. That's really smart. That's smart. Okay. So this is the Western Screech Owl. Oh. <gasps> very hootie. That's very, that's very, um, like a loon. That sounds like a, an yeah. unoiled cupboard. <laughs> Do you want to try it? <laughs> oh my god, that's really good. Thank you. Okay, this is a barred owl. <gasps> oh, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> is this a is this a British dowager from a Three Stooges movie? <laughs> Go! Oh! oh! <laughs> God. Have we alienated our entire audience yet? I think oh you. I hope you all love this because we're having a blast. That was, that was 
was only four owls and honestly not enough for me but i think enough for the listener i'm gonna go out and guess if you have any more owls that you want us to uh cover gentle listeners w- w- we've got the app now we can play some wait we sounds. should end we should end with the, uh, sorry these are from youtube the app was not helpful oh, okay. either but this is, this is the great horned owl hold on that's just a background bird oh Oh, he's just being silent, but he's looking at the camera in a very cute way. You know, sometimes owls can say it best by saying nothing at all. And that is a fabulous place to end. Um, <laughs> Anna, I, this was really what? good. Both both Anna what was it both Anna as the story submitter and Anna as researcher and podcast host. Uh, wow, to be called a researcher almost <laughs> balances out being called a podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was very good. Thank you so much, Andrew. I love listening to animal sounds with you. Me too. Truly, our friendship started many years ago in a dorm room, just showing each other YouTube <laughs> yes. videos. And I love that our friendship has not evolved one bit. That it's is still the very same. true. Yeah, that's for sure. And and something about animal noise is always very satisfying. Um, very glad to know that there is such variation in the owl world. Yes. Think about that. Think about that. Um, Anna, in lieu of, um, scary ideas for things that could happen today, I would like to submit, um, a new part of the classic segment. I was wrong. Okay. Yes. And this one, the reason why we're prioritizing it is because it might just save someone's life. And also it comes hot off the heels of Monday's episode. Okay, good. Okay. So, uh, subject bleach and ammonia correction. Okay. Hi, Anna and Andrew and Ladybird. I've been listening to your podcast since pretty much the very beginning, but this is my first time writing in. I felt like I should point out that in the March 15th episode, which I only just listened to, Andrew said that he had broken the Geneva Conventions by making mustard gas by mixing bleach and ammonia. Oh, Andrew, you are very wrong. That is my life motto. Um, Not that you didn't break the Geneva Conventions, which you did, but you didn't... (laughs) I was not expecting that. But you didn't make mustard gas, but chlorine gas. Not that it really makes much difference from the point of view of the breather in. In any case, that was some bad, bad, not good at all gas that you made in the comfort of your own poorly ventilated bathroom. Glad you (laughs) got out. (laughs) Oh, my God. First of Uh, all, thank you so much for this correction because, yes, it was true. Mustard gas, very different. I imagine multiple people would be constantly breaking the Geneva Conventions if that were the case. Uh, I went for it. I'm glad. I went just completely went with it. But well, I said mustard gas, which it's not. But chlorine gas is also very dangerous. Don't do it, everybody. Uh, look at those cleaning materials and make sure that you're not creating a deadly gas. Um, but back to the email. If you want to read this email out loud on the pod, I'd be much obliged if I could be the cousin of the pod from the old country, as I'm pretty sure that the number of listeners you get from Finland number in the single digits or low doubles. I know my name is difficult to pronounce, so it's okay if you call me Zach or Zachary. Get out again. Love from Finland. Oh, Zachary. To have an email sign off with love from and then a country that I haven't been to or I don't know anybody from there is so exciting. That is. Finland. And we're so glad to have, even if you're our only Finnish listener, Zachary, we're so grateful for you. This This is the best news I've heard all day. Thank you so much for listening in Finland or, or yeah, that's where you are. Oh my God, it's so cool. <laughs> it's, it feels like we got a postcard. I know it got, it does. I, I love getting emails from other countries. It's a real treat. Um, especially because it just, this implies to me the superior public school education or potentially private, whatever education you had, Zachary. 
Um, <laughs> you know more about this than we do. And we're very grateful for your expertise. Uh, and yeah, everybody don't make chlorine gas, don't make mustard gas and try not to break. Definitely the don't. It's much harder to make mustard gas with uh, Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, but I'm sure you could still figure it out. I know. That's like me saying, like, don't give tree nuts to someone with a nut allergy and don't decapitate your ex-wife on the anniversary of your marriage. That's all good advice, I have to say. Very. Thank you so much. Um, But Anna, this was such a delight. Uh, You're my freaking friend. Do you know that? (laughs) (laughs) you're my freaking friend uh we all love our freaking friends um (laughs) we hope you're doing okay we're so close to being done with i don't know i don't want to say that because who knows i'm knocking on wood we're we're approaching it and and it just means that let's all do our best to um continue to be respectful of not only our own health but other people's health uh keep wearing those masks um, if you can get vaccinated, do, and, uh, we're all waiting in line and we can't wait to maybe one day cross paths with you, um, indoors somewhere and tip our hats to each other and say, we made it. And then we'll say, get, get out. out forever. Dog. This has been a forever dog production. Scary stories to tell on the pod is executive produced by Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Chris Ryan. Cover art by Bats Langley. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news.